today was Big Booty Friday. <laughs> um, I did an extra workout this morning, so I was at the gym at 4.30, and uh, it's called Red Zone when we work extra hard. Uh, some people are hooked up to a, a monitor, so they are Red Zone. They get their heart rate up and... Um, I'm not with that program yet, uh, but the red zone is um, for anybody who wants to come and do that extra half hour and no joke, I was sweating. <laughs> half hour, it's just half hour, oh my God. I was so sweaty. And then the hour after that, <laughs> was no joke. There's like just no time to think about not doing it. Just do it. I don't know how I'm gonna be walking tomorrow, but <laughs> um, a lot of leg, leg glute workout. And I wore my sweet sweat today. I noticed my energy level a little down um, Wednesday and Thursday. And I don't think that I juiced either day. So that could have a lot to do with the energy level. Isn't that amazing? Like how the body just responds and it especially like, you know, how, how, um, the whole reason for my talk, um, did I welcome you today? I said good morning, but <laughs> did I welcome you? <laughs> Happy Friday, welcome. <laughs> I am soaking. You better believe I'm soaking right now. <laughs> I'm going to be hurting tomorrow, but, um, you know, soak in your, oh, in your physical if you are um, moving, if you're not sore every day, like that good sore, um, you're probably not working enough. <laughs> Seriously, there's just so many muscles that uh, go to waste. And um, if we don't work it out, same thing with our mind, body, spirit, soul. If we don't work it all out, um, then we are going to be in trouble because uh, the the body just doesn't regenerate. It doesn't um, it doesn't like build. It doesn't uh, have like all of the the things that we had when we were in our twenties and thirties. If you're in the 20s and 30s now, good for you. <laughs> Just keep it up, <laughs> whatever you're doing, uh, because you will have less of it. You won't lose it, but you will have less of it the older you get. And I never really realized, you know, a lot of things. My mom had me when she was uh, close to 40. So um, I... Uh, tell you yeah I told you I was born in a side plank right <laughs> I was uh, probably the most complicated uh, baby birthings uh, my mom was tough tough woman and um, 
she was little like me and I was a big baby that didn't want to come out and I was sideways like I said so I was born in a side plank right <laughs> just used to maybe that's why I'm nap queen because I'm just used to being in that position <laughs> that sideways position um anyway uh where I was going with all of this is that we need to keep everything in motion. I am working on my fat percentage because I need to get my fat percentage down. And if you know anything about fat, uh, like in um, animals, for example, toxins are stored in the fat. Fat of an animal? Well, guess what? They're stored in our fat too. <laughs> so, so when you are um, flushing, you're also um, releasing. So water will help with that. Sleep will help with that. And that's what our body continues to do. Uses the good stuff, it processes, and it expels the bad stuff. Well, guess what happens when you store bad stuff and keep storing bad stuff? It's like a warehouse full of stuff that just sits there. It sits there. It's, if you think of like hazardous waste in a warehouse that just sits there and you know, we, we need to release that because that grows over the years. If you know anything about hormones, Hormones are raging, right? When you're adolescent, because you're growing and changing and everything. It kind of does this. I mean, it does, it goes kind of up and down. For women, it goes up and down a lot. For men, you know, your your hormones, we all have hormones that go up and down. And sometimes we help it, we don't help it. The cortisol, um, you know, just the all of the chemicals and the levels in the um the pH level in our bodies. I mean everything we need to regulate it. We need to just flush and continue helping the body flush out the stuff and not keep adding bad stuff to our bodies. <laughs> That's kind of what, you know, the the body stuff is all about. Then I was thinking about, oh, you know, the emotional and the mental, the spiritual, the soulful fat. What is fat? Fat is like, it's, it's fluffy, heavy stuff that's just stored. It's just storage, right? Um, our body can use the fat in case, you know, it needs, it needs energy. So it's good to have some sort of fat. Um, some people who are working out that get to, uh, you know, the lower level of fat, there is a dangerous level that you could get too low in fat. So it's all a balance. If you wanna get those great abs, you have to lower your fat percentage, but you know, it's all about doing everything in a healthy way. It's just really, uh, motivating like i say every morning you see these women and it's you know they're they're working it 
They're not thinking about, oh, you know, my fat every day. They're not thinking about that. They're just thinking about showing up, being there, working at 100%, men and women, sorry, not just women, men and women. Um, and they, they feel like it comes from within because they feel stronger and they're conditioning their mind. So we need to just keep at it. The, um, the fat that holds the toxins, we flush it out with water, just water, just pure water. Uh, sometimes we put the BCAAs in there so that we could um, nourish our bodies from um, you know what, what it needs, but other than that, just water. Water, I drink um, a tea. It's a cranberry tea, it helps with the bloating. And um, so that I drink tea, I drink hot water in the morning, I juice, um, and then just like water throughout the day. Water will help you lose the weight, help you burn the fat, and get that metabolism going. And, um, and you know, same thing. What, what you're doing with your body, do it with your mind, your spirit, your soul. That excess weight, that fat, is going to really hurt you because it's going to weigh you down. And it just stores that hazardous waste in your, uh, you know, your storage, your storage facilities. <laughs> it just stores the toxins. It is so devastating for our bodies. And then when I talked about stirring it up, I had two segments on stirring it up. Uh, so when I talked about stirring it up, it sometimes seems overwhelming because you're stirring all this up, you're getting all the toxins, you're flushing all of it out, and your body's freaking out because your body's like, oh my gosh, I'm just so used to having this soda or, you know, whatever, like junk food and stuff. I'm just so used to having it. You might get headaches and you might get all this other stuff because your body's just going crazy. But as soon as your body starts to kind of, you know, regulate, like when they say, like when the dust settles, right? So when things start settling down. But stirring it up means, you know, it, it's, it's a way for you to bring awareness to yourself. Uh, to really, like, you know, everything is all in motion. Everything is is there and it's a it's a time it's a beautiful beautiful time to um you know take it all in uh like i said you know just don't please don't feel overwhelmed it will happen but if you just take a breath sometimes you just need to take a breath and just say you know what i could do this i'm not sure how yet i'll figure it out but i can do this because if if I could do this, you could do this too, right? <laughs> and it's not easy because it's like, oh my gosh. It's like when those those last few sets for us, uh, I'm like, oh my God, my legs are shaking. We did so many squats and, you know, we've got weights and then we've got this ball that we're trying to coordinate and all this stuff. It's like my legs are shaking. I can hardly stand up. 
but we do and we become stronger and that's why you know people say become empowered build up your strength and that's mental strength and spiritual strength believe have that conviction know you're wise even if you don't know how yet you'll figure it out but you know learn what your whys are what's your purpose remember what your purpose is and why you started it and that will help you through for me i'm coming down to the last week i have one more week to go um i'm just doing my best i'm not stressing out about it just you know, the only thing I could do is do my best, right? And um, sometimes that's all we can do. So we, we can rest assured that we just need to just chill out and uh, just relax, breathe, take it in. You know, other people are doing it too. You could certainly do it. There's nothing that's shorting yourself other than yourself. And uh, little me, doesn't matter what size you are, doesn't matter what, you know, abilities you have. If you're not sure how to do something, what do you do? You know, attorneys, they're not born with all the information. Doctors are not born with information. They work their butts off to get where they are. And that's why they make the big bucks, because they worked their butt off to you know become your advocate right to be to be able to help you to and then what happens is they're helping you help yourself cuz it's you are the ones who's making the decisions they're not making it for you when you hire an attorney they do whatever you ask them to do and they will tell you if they can do it or if they can't do it or what is in the possibility of the law to do or what will be a challenge for you, they're your counsel. And every day they get new things. And as I said, it is a practice. And they're basically there for you to give you the expert advice like, um, you know, the, the uh, counsel for the court, um, for like the uh, the royal court, uh, the royal um, royalty, uh, they always have like you know these councils, right? They 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 are um, highly esteemed people because they work their butt off to get to where they are, and they're so high that they um, they're trusted in the sense that um, they are giving counsel to the, the king or the queen or whoever uh, the authority may be. And so uh, we need to be our own experts for ourselves so that we can be our own counsel. And that's where all of what my, um, you know, my, my advice, my inner wisdom it points to that because we need to know that we can do it and if we put our minds to it and really take it on um, today 
uh, I was rowing and I thought I knew how to do the rower but um, you know the the coach came by and he says you need to do it like in one move not separate moves and so I did it and he goes yeah like that that's right sometimes we we you know we can coach ourselves for the things that we've learned right like when we don't have our phones, it's like, oh, okay, let me think of another way how to get this information because uh, I don't have my smartphones. I have to be smart myself. <laughs> Got to use our brains. Um, that is part of uh, going to the next level. Like yesterday, for example, I had a huge challenge. Instead of just doing uh, one agenda, I had to do two agendas and then... Not only did I need to build the agendas, but I had to double check everything and then um, have you know other considerations in effect for projecting um, out for those couple of months. And um, this is thinking about how things will be at that time. And, um, all, and then once that was done, I had to go through and double check everything and then I had to, um, you know, print it out and visually check everything and then check the times for everything. And it's like just this constant editing and knowing that it's not going to be perfect the first time. But I had to, you know, checks and do, you know, triple checks and then check with my manager and things and keep checking and, you know, and, and sometimes things I couldn't find. Um, looking on the computer like I did a double dash by accident so when I printed it I saw it and then made adjustments and that's what we do in life we know it's not going to be perfect the first time so stop doing that because <laughs> I am a perfectionist and it's very disappointing we're setting ourselves up for um, for disaster really disappointment and disaster and failing and you know we don't want to do that when we're learning we're learning and learning and, and like I said even doctors even lawyers right like they're experts in their field and um, even professional athletes or like I said even you know it's like baffling like Michael Jackson needed a, a singing coach it's like Oh, or voice coach, I guess they call it. It's like, or, or dancing even. I, well, I don't know. He did his, I, I don't know if he did his own choreography, but I think I remember he had a coach and I can't remember if it was singing or dancing or both. But surely, you know, if, uh, if, if anyone, um, even the greatest, needs to have a coach, <laughs> he, you know, probably the greatest is Ali, right? <laughs> um but no matter who it is, they have a coach. They have a mentor. They have a master. And even that coach, that mentor or master had one as well. And all of them have learned. It's a practice. It's all a practice. So if you do it every day, as I said, then it becomes a lifestyle. It's like something that you you already know what you're going to do the next day. 
It's not like a shot in the dark or just let things happen. You already know. You already have your own kind of agenda, right? Your own, um, your own personal agenda, your own, your own thing. That's why I said, make it your own. I was just thinking today, like with the rowing, I'm probably faster in the rowing than any, or could be faster in rowing than anybody else. You know why? <laughs> I got short legs <laughs> and they're powerful. So uh, it, it, it's funny because I was next to a person who's like probably over a foot taller than me and it doesn't matter. I'm not going to compare myself with her. She's not going to compare herself with me. We are completely different people. We are completely built differently. We have completely different makeup. There's no reason to compare myself with the other person. We can always use the person as inspiration. We can certainly do that. But when people compare themselves and, you know, like, as I said, for me in life, I'm late bloomer, <laughs> but at least I'm getting there. Every, that's why I know it's just a start. And, and it's not, there's nothing bad about that. You know, like good people say, oh, when I was in my 20s, this and that. And it's like, all the wisdom that you have is not thrown out the window. All of the experience and everything that you've learned along the way, it's not thrown out the window. You still have that. You may not look the same. Some people look better. Uh, it, I, I really enjoy when people tell me that I look better than I did when I was in high school. Um, and, you know, I look the same. And it's such a nice compliment. It's, uh, it's not something that I'm striving for to look different, but to preserve. It's always a nice thing, you know? Um, because when we have that youthfulness, it really um, shows in who we've become or what kind of things, you know, we've um, changed or didn't change. For me, it was interesting. I was in Toastmasters the other day and I was expressing how much Toastmasters helped me with my confidence. I wouldn't be doing this right now if it weren't for Toastmasters, to be honest with you, because just to be fluid, to um, just think on the fly, to improvise, to really get my message across without being so much in my head, but I'm in my heart, I'm in my soul, and I believe that you can feel that. If things were scripted, it would be a different thing. If I was trying to act a certain way or act like somebody else, or, uh, you know, just be a certain person that I wasn't, you would know that, right? So why do that to yourself? Because people know that. And when you 
are authentic and when you find yourself and really love yourself and and grow to uh, as I said before be the best version of yourself that is the greatest accomplishment and when you love yourself other people will love you because you are you and that is the whole purpose of all of my talks every day because we have what every day we have choices and choices are opportunities so one of the things that i love is uh i look up motivational sayings and one of the things i loved was leaking i'm leaking awesome <laughs> It said something like, I'm not sweating, I'm leaking awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing when you think about leaking. Um, but you know, that is that flushing, right? Um, when you're flushing the toxins and you're just, you know, you are leaking awesome because it, every, for, you're making space for you. And you're showing up for you and you're owning you and you're really taking charge and being empowered that's what it's all about you know the the um the okay so one of the taboo things to talk about and makes people uncomfortable or americans <laughs> americans makes americans uncomfortable and it's the weirdest thing because I think it's a thing because it's so taboo and because people don't talk about it um, or Americans, I would say, and it, especially people in certain religions and um, even ethnic uh, upbringing, people don't talk about sex. And I believe that every person is allowed to have great sex. Nothing wrong with that. But women, especially, it, it's, it's very sexist, the um, society. And I don't know if it, how it is around the world, but, you know, it's just this weird thing that's just so natural. And, and it shouldn't be, like, shameful, but religions and um, just beliefs and experiences, because... People have had bad experiences growing up if they were sexually abused or whatever. But just know um, the Tantric uh, uh, talks about sex as healing. And, um, and, you know, it's our birthright to be happy. It's our birthright to have someone to share, someone, some people to share happiness with. <laughs> it's like, it's this, it's, it, it, um, how do you call it? Uh, contagious. Happiness, joyfulness, it's contagious. And we need to share this. And there's nothing wrong with having great sex. There's nothing wrong with um, feeling amazing. And, and people are so protective and um, 
so not healthy thinking about sex or feeling good with your body. There's so much shaming and there's so much blaming and there's so much um, feeling horrible about, you know, yourself or the other person or, you know, whatever it is. And it's really sad. And I don't mind, um, you know, telling people, especially women, excuse me, um, that it's okay to have great sex. It's okay to experience that euphoric, that wonderful feeling. But of course, you need to be protective in all ways. That goes with the mind, body, spirit, and soul. And know your purpose and know the person and know why you know you are allowing and if it is not for a good reason then don't do it anything if it's not going to make you feel good don't do it doesn't matter if it's for that other person or not if there are certain blocks that you have for whatever it is emotional mental physical spiritual that's why i say work it out because you are allowed to be beautiful you are allowed to have great sex you are allowed to feel good about your body about your the way that you look about the way that you feel you are allowed to be amazing you know the 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 most wonderful people that we can think of who are um, absolutely, in some cases, you know, our idols or our mentors or our coaches or whatever. You don't think about how beautiful they are on the outside. You think about how beautiful they are on the inside because they have touched your soul. They have made you and brought out beauty in you. It's not about the outside. It's about inside. Your beauty, it will shine. Your handsomeness, your, your inner glow comes from within. But that all comes from finding who you are. And, you know, those people who believe in us, who love us, who strengthen us, who are there for us, no matter good times or bad times, I'm sure you could always either hear them in your head, coaching you on, cheering you on, however you're motivated, that smile, that warm, you know, smile or high five, or just that sound in their voice when they're just so proud of you, or that, you know, that loving, it could be grandma, right? That loving thing that she does, or grandpa. My grandma, she had so many grandchildren, so many. And even though uh, 
in, in Asian culture, some, some Asian cultures I'm not generalizing, but it's, it's widely known. So it's okay for me to say, um, especially the Chinese, I don't know about all Asian cultures, but, uh, they, they very much honor sons, um, boys in the family. And, uh, and my grandma did, but she didn't treat me any less special than my brothers. I had this beautiful, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost in tears because I had this very beautiful bond with my grandma. And she didn't even speak English. I don't speak um, my, um, my mom's side. I don't speak uh, the language. My mother and father spoke different dialects, so um, they didn't speak Chinese at home. But I had this special bond with my grandma. It was just so fun. She was really playful. And I honestly don't know how she was with other people. She never got angry at me. And uh, we, we didn't speak really, like from our mouths, but I just felt so much love from her. And how beautiful is that, you know? Just to feel that love. And it was always so exciting to go to grandma's house. It was like this big party all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love even sharing, you know, those moments. But anyway, that inside beauty just glows. And like I said, you know, we didn't even exchange any words because she couldn't understand me and I couldn't understand her in language, but we found other ways and we really connected. How wonderful is that, right? Uh, same thing with my mom. There was a time in my life where I felt my mom was very negative. So she's always talking about people in a negative way. And I really did not enjoy being with her because she was so negative, like everything. It almost became like gossip. And there's so much other things that we could talk about and other um, ways that we could be together that is soulful, that's quality time. And so um, we did take a break from each other and it was really painful. We, we missed each other a lot. And um, when we did speak, my two beautiful brothers, I have four brothers, but two of them were our translators. And I said, oh my gosh, it's like speaking Japanese and French, you know? <laughs> it's like, we did not understand each other's language at all, but we found a way. And all through love, as I said, our soul doesn't know fear. Our soul only knows love. Fear comes from our experiences. And um, like I said, our trapped emotions um, that could be 
healed and released through energy work. Um, you know, so we do need to do the work, but our soul, if you're connected with somebody on a soul level, it is love. It's pure love. The soul does not know any fear. And so um, we found a way and then we agreed on meeting each other um, once a month. And if anyone knows my mom, I am not bad-mouthing my mom. <laughs> um, but my mom had a tendency to talk about my dad in a really negative way. So we called it dad bashing. And that was not allowed when we were together. So if um, there were any dad bashing, um, I would remind my mom and she would refrain and we would talk about something upbuilding, something beautiful, something wonderful, and connect again on that soul level, that love, you know? And um, I believe that that's really the way that we connect with people is on that soul level. So when we talk about communication, it's not about a script, um, but it's really going into who you are and how you know who you are is when everything is in alignment. When you flush the toxins and you make the choices to go towards your purpose. And as I said, if you're not sure what your purpose is, continue to open yourself and, and take in all of the, the positive things in life and feel it because your soul will know. Your soul will always draw towards the things that make you feel good. Um, my friend who wasn't feeling well um, spiritually, like everything um, wasn't feeling good inside she did what she needed to do to um, get back in alignment, get back into um, that beautiful posture. Like in uh, yoga, they talk about posture, holding that posture, holding that pose. Um, and what I learned um, when I talked about horse dance <laughs> yesterday, I, I will need to correct myself. Um, horse dance, I thought it was standing like a horse. <laughs> uh, I, I actually looked it up because sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not the expert in anything. And I did that when I was a lot younger and that's what it meant to me. Okay, that's a good analogy because it does give us stability, does give us the, um, the balance, right? The groundedness. So all of that is true. Uh, I, I want to just clarify that the horse stance is not standing like a horse, but standing like you are on a horse. And it's a basic stance. Um, it, it could be a wide stance, like you are on the horse, but it's a grounding stance. So um, different people in different martial arts and what I learned too in the, like the kickboxing, um, you know, there, there is a, a stance that will keep you grounded, that's solid. That all the moves 
stem from. So it's a foundation um, stance, and uh, it's it's, it's uh, a balancing um, groundedness that gives you that strength that you're not gonna topple over. In like my kicks, for example, um, you know I couldn't really have a powerful kick unless um, the other foot is grounded, and that came from um, a certain stance that uh, was, you know, balanced and grounded. Sometimes, uh, you know, like the boxers, they they may um, kick or punch, or if you watch, I don't know, I don't watch MMA, but I know a lot of people watch MMA, but whatever it is, um, you know, if they're not balanced, they're gonna fall, easy. Or, or you know, people can like um, swipe, swipe from the bottom. And if you're not aware, then um, you could get sideswiped, <laughs> you can get kicked, you can, you know, get even touched a little bit, and, and if you're off balance, you could fall. So that goes with alignment. Your alignment is your stance. That is your groundedness, that is your centeredness. That is something that you're not going to move from. And it's also, um, they use the root word rooted like a plant is rooted because you're you're solid. Like I said, the um, palm trees they sway because they are rooted and and they they flow and um, they take on that storm. And with every storm, they get stronger, right? So that's how we need to be. We need to be rooted. We need to be um, in our stance, grounded. How do we do that? We do that with alignment. We do that with that purity of soul. And all the fears and the the badness, the anger, the blame and, and shame and all of that. Um, I uh, did a meditation to uh, clear out the chakras. And um, one of them I remember was shame and um, just get that out. Clear that, clear, clear it out. Because all that stuckness is going to manifest in disease. Whether it be disease in your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul, any place where there's stuckness, it will cause disease. And we don't want to worry about any of that. So what do we do? We make choices that are going to serve us, choices that go in alignment with our purpose. Keep your stance, flush your toxins, get your sleep, drink your water. You've probably heard this from doctors, from your coaches, from whoever is concerned about your well-being and it's like I know I know I know I should I know I should that's what people say all the time right it's like I should I I, I don't do it because or maybe tomorrow or I'll start next week or you know January's coming around the corner or whatever but it's like just showing up for yourself every day in a good way Find a way, if you don't know the language, if you don't know the how, but you know the why, if you know the why, you will find the way. And if you don't know, 
Ask your coach, ask your mentor, ask your master. Ask the questions. Uh, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things I, uh, one of the acupuncturists, they um, had someone uh, give out like the, okay, so the acupuncturists, if they have herbs, they'll go into their herb little database there. Um, it's like, it's all these shelves of like all these herbs, right? And that's their prescription. They, they pull certain herbs and stuff and you're like, what in the world is all this, you know, tree and bark and stuff, <laughs> but it works. It doesn't taste good, but it works. Anyway, if you know anything about Chinese medicine, um, you, you boil all the herbs down to make a tea and it's a concentrated tea. And uh, once you make this tea, then you drink it. So it's all of the goodness from the earth, basically. And, um, and you drink it and it just like, it's amazing. Anyway, so part of that prescription is ginger. You add the ginger to the tea. So the person who um, was in charge of putting everything in the bag and getting it ready for me doesn't really know like uh, uh, she, she's not the uh, just like an administrator basically um, like a front desk person and <laughs> doesn't really know the background about uh, the the herbs and, and that type of thing in this particular case I'm not saying for everybody but in this particular case she gave me the bag and then she gave me the instructions to add three, uh, five pieces of ginger. So I asked her, I clarified. I didn't just go, oh, okay, great, and go home. No, I didn't do that. I said, what does that mean? Like, what size? You said five pieces, five pieces of ginger that could be any size, like what size? And she says, you cut it into five pieces. Okay, so I'm thinking ginger can come in like all different, sizes right you can get this huge thing of ginger or you can get small ginger and if you cut it in five pieces like how big are the pieces like are they a quarter inch or you know like give me something so i said is it like uh you know five pieces like is it like a size of a quarter or a nickel or a dime or you know is it like a, a quarter of an inch a half an inch i mean like give me some guidelines to follow because that could mean anything and so um she was so frustrated with me <laughs> she could, either she didn't know the answer or she didn't know how to express it but um i think eventually she said uh size of quarter so that gave me some help but then i noticed in the instructions later it did say that but cut five pieces in size of a quarter, a quarter inch thick, something like that, and add that to the T. Okay, so I'm like, okay, but now we have some guidelines. But if I were to just let it go, then I wouldn't be getting the right prescription, right? So we need to ask the questions, the clarifying questions. If we're not clear with something, we don't know what to do, we need to ask, it's fine. Just ask. There's a, a lot of things that went on yesterday that, you know, I just asked the question. 
and um, I got clarification. I got what I needed. I know what to do. I know how to do it. Uh, and, you know, once I find that out, I, I help other people know how to do it because we need, we need to know. And we need to take charge and we need to stand up for ourselves and get clarification of what we need to do sometimes. We don't know. Obviously, we're not experts in everything. We need to ask the questions. What do you do when you go to the doctor? They ask questions. <laughs> because they need to know how they can help you. When you go to the attorney, they ask you lots of questions and you need lots of evidence and you need lots of proof and you need lots of, you know, a lot of things. So much more we need to know for our life. So if we need to always be, well, not if we need to, we need to be lifelong learners, keep expanding, keep growing, and don't feel bad about asking questions. You know why? Because there are people who probably thank you for being the one to ask the question because they weren't clear themselves and they're too afraid to ask. So be bold, be balanced, <laughs> be strong, build up that big booty in your mind, body, spirit, soul, build that strength that comes with that because the, the booty is going to give you strength and if you don't like the word booty then glutes, the glutes give you strength to stand, to bend, to sit, to, to get up. It's like, that's our, you know, our, our horse stance, whatever it is, that, that ability. So it's good to, you know, build up that, that muscle. It's our foundation. And, um, and that's what's really going to hold us up. It helps us with our posture. So that's why, you know, we work all the muscles, but that's the reason why we work so hard at the foundations. Because once we get the foundations right, then we could build upon that. If you know about um, Maslow's uh, Hierarchy of Needs, if you don't know what that is, you could look it up. But Maslow, Abraham Maslow, um, is a different school of thought than, uh, than Freud. Different school of thought than Jung, uh, J-U-N-G. Um, different school of... Um, you know, thought, and he uh, created the, the hierarchy of needs. And I always remember this because it talks about self-actualization. So all of the coaches and the mentors and, you know, all of your idols and everything, they have looked into themselves and found themselves and found alignment and really are true to, you know, who they are. And that's what's so appealing because it's that that inner wisdom, that strength, that power, you know, power in a good way. Because they didn't compare themselves with somebody. They used someone as their inspiration, their master, and they became a master themselves. So that's what we always strive to do is to become master of ourselves, to really be the best version and to, to feel awesome, to leak that awesome every day, just by being you, just by being that model, just by 
be being uplifting. Um, uh, one of the coaches today, she just said, you know, she's like, I just, I feel good when you come in. Just, you know, I, she goes, I don't say that with everybody, but it just, it's so awesome, you know, when you're here. I just, I just feel good. Just like, it just, you know, brings me up. It's upbuilding. We do that for each other because, you know, I, it's like this, this whole vibe thing, just, you know, raising, raising it up to a different level. Continue to do that. Okay. So I need to go. <laughs> I really need to go. Um, but it was lovely speaking with all of you. I'm so happy I had some time to do this. Some extra soaking time and uh, extra sharing time. It's been beautiful. So I'm glad I didn't get cut off too. <laughs> um, spent a little bit longer than I expected, but just everything is perfect in its own way. Okay, love you all. Send, send you a beautiful send-off for the weekend. For, as I said, if it's your Friday, your Monday, your holiday, whatever it is, um, wherever you are, whatever time it is, wherever you are in your life, start now, start today. Start making the change. Continue to grow and um, get out of your comfort zone for whatever makes you feel good. Go towards that and, uh, and you know, be leak your awesome. <laughs> All right. Lots of love. Mm. Have an awesome, leak your awesome day. <laughs>